0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Leeds United News and Views podcast. This episode is a review of the internationals, a preview of the Liverpool game coming up. Let's fucking go. Two weeks too long without football. Leeds take on Liverpool. Uh, Thoughts, Jason, will start with, mate.
1: Oh, mate, it's been a long two weeks. Um, Just can't wait to get back and be sleep deprived again to uh, to watch Leeds, hopefully get a win. Um, Yeah, very, very much looking forward to it
0: uh pardon me chris mate do you have anything to add to that other than a bit?
2: <laughs> not really um it, it's weird how you look forward to depriving yourself from sleep as an australian football fan the last the last weekend or so i've been sitting up to watch the internationals as you do but it's just it's not the same as knowing that Leeds are about to play so yeah I, um I, I am I'm going to agree with Jason and say that I am thoroughly looking forward to the lack of sleep Saturday, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning.
0: Uh, absolutely, guys. Um, now, before we get on to the topic of Leeds, internationals. As you just mentioned, Chris, first of all, we'll touch on Australia because we are Australians. Um, they've done, in my opinion, so immensely well, uh, comprehensively beating their first two teams that they played and scraping the third game, uh, Jason, mate, did you watch any of those Australia matches being an England fan yourself? Um, and also, what are your thoughts on those matches? Because I think uh, my, my opinion real quick, because obviously you guys are going to take over, which is fine. Um, Australia, great first match win, 3-0. And and then the second match, a great win. The third, mm, mm, uh, yeah, like what happened to games one and two? <laughs> So go ahead, Jason. Oh,
1: look. The, um, to be honest with you, I didn't watch much of the Australia games. I watched all three of the England games, um, mm-hmm. but I, I kept up to date with the results. I mean, the only thing that I sort of got from the Australia games was I think there's a little bit of controversy around the penalty that that mm. that, that yes.
2: um,
1: should have been given to who um, they were playing in one of the games. That's as much as I got on Australia, um, but. Um, if, if they're pushing, if they're up there and pushing towards the World Cup, that can only be a good thing. Um, on England, um, I watched all three games, and um, getting up and watching those games, I just, I love watching England. But I, I watch the games thinking I'm not enjoying this as much as I would if I were watching Leeds. And yeah. of course, um, it gives me added incentive to watch those games though, because of course our boy Calvin and Paddy Bamford are, are in the side now, um, and watching them do quite well and obviously paddy get his um his debut was re- was really good to see on his so. birthday as well yeah like what dreams of are... so oh, absolutely um, yeah
0: yeah chris mate uh what are your thoughts on the australia <laughs> matches and obviously going into the england matches
2: well unlike jason i did um i did watch all of the previous australia matches i um I'm that first match,
0: of, oh, loved it. I, I, I was, it was great.
2: I'm not, I'm not one of those, and not, not to offend anyone, I'm not one of those turncoats that's Australian but follows England. Um, well, I, I
0: do, I do both because I'm, I'm born in Australia, but my yeah. heritage is British. So, however, yeah. when they go up against each other, if that ever happens, Australia.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, listen, Australian Asian qualification at the moment, it's it's a difficult one where we're in a group with a bunch of, I guess you could say teams that um,
0: should should be beating us in my opinion.
2: Um, Well, Tim, the, 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 the groups that we're in now are are made up of teams such as um, such as Oman, China, Jordan, Saudi um, Arabia, Japan, Vietnam, There are some there are some good teams in there. Mm. So once we win this group and we move on, we'll move on to the seeding of the two groups where we come up against China, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, your proper Asian teams. Um, so I don't think that you can really take results like 5-1 over Chinese Taipei, for example. You have to take that at face value, knowing that well, Chinese Taipei, they're, they're a minnow in terms of world football and we really should be beating them. Yep um a, a quick reflection of the vietnam game going into it a lot of a lot of people said that we should be beating vietnam reasonably easily and comfortably and, yeah and 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 in on reflection of the game we should have but you've also got to remember that it was it was 40 degrees out there Mm. Vietnam to their credit
0: and humid as well not just 40 degrees and hot but 40 degrees like Cairns if anyone who's in Australia has been to Cairns that and 40 degrees is what that game was (laughs) like sorry continue Chris and
2: and 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 largely from where I was sitting Vietnam turned up with with the idea of defending as deep as they could for as long as they couldn't catching us on the counter attack and they executed Uh, that and and it did i mean we only beat them one nil and that's credit to vietnam
0: absolutely um,
2: it was it was it wasn't a, it wasn't a spectacle of a game it definitely wasn't one for the neutrals um but it's three more points for us and that's, that's the main thing in terms of the England games which i'm sure most of you people out there will be more interested in um yeah it was it was really business as usual for the three lions um yep. it was uh, they're they're kind of the polar opposite to Australia, where w- where with us we're expected to win, but over there it's more of a one and done thing, and it's I guess it's more of a surprise when they put in in a bad performance, especially under Southgate. Yeah, um, I think it was more more um, more good performances from Calvin. Um, <laughs> And I'll let you boys chat about whether you think Bamford was unfairly unfairly done by in his game. Um, but largely, I thought the England games were just it was um, it was a good performance in both cases for England.
0: I agree, uh, but the Poland game didn't really go the way to plan. Yeah. Um, for England, uh, the first two games, absolute like. Let me put it this way: it was England's world. We were just living in it for those two, for those first two games. Uh, Bamford made his debut in that second game, which was honestly great for him and on his birthday none, no less. So a massive congrats to Patrick Bamford on that. And you did Leeds proud, no matter no matter how much game time you played, mate. Um, like he'll see that. What
2: the fuck? We can dream. On, the, on on the on the England Poland on the England Poland game, I just I just want to say something very quickly on that.
0: Yeah, go for
2: it you've got to remember that poland are a class team oh yeah now i heard but so said, are england uh, exactly but let's put this into perspective for a second i heard it said on another podcast that i listened to this morning another Leeds podcast what's it called it, uh, <laughs> Well, will call so, promoted
0: if they if people want <laughs> to find more man. Leeds ones give them a plug square the square ball, ball. I mean, okay square ball <laughs>
2: I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know we were cross promoting. They wouldn't. Well, I mean,
0: uh, well, I mean, it, it does. It doesn't matter though. If, if people would know that we listen to them, I'm just going to cut this bit out. If people know that we listen to them, they know that we are as leads focused as we can be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in three, I, two.
2: I, I, I guess I, I guess I just didn't want it. Um, I guess I just didn't want it come across as you know. Oh, they only got this segment because they heard it from someone else. No,
0: God, no, no, no. 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 Like, because we've we started this segment and we've just happened to mention that we heard something on another podcast as well. So in three, no. two, one. So, uh, talking about the England Poland game, you had a listen to the Square Ball podcast yeah. and they had what did but, they have to say about it?
2: I was listening to the Square Ball podcast this morning and they t- they touched on it briefly. One thing they did say regarding Bamford's performance, they did make the point that with Bamford, even if he had have come out and scored, let's say four or five goals against Andorra, you've got to remember that it's against Andorra. Yeah, he he, he still wouldn't be considered. You know, there would still be detractors in the media, and you know, you'd they'd be like, get, "Oh, he
0: it was yeah. he scored four goals. It was against Andorra. It's not it, like it was against Portugal."
2: Exactly. Exactly. The Poland game, you know, was probably a little bit more of a chance for him to come out and, you know, make a bit of a name. And unfortunately, he couldn't do that as, as other players also couldn't. Um, but, yeah, I guess perspective.
0: Yeah, hindsight's a great thing, isn't it? Um, covering the first two games, obviously, uh, Jason, you've watched the, all of the three Lions games. Uh, the first two matches, uh, great wins by England. Uh, what are your thoughts? What are your takeaways from those two games?
1: Yeah, look, um, obviously, England are going to go into every game in that group expecting to win. A couple of back-to-back final wins and and a tough game this morning, which which in hindsight, you know, England are probably going to win the group. So the two points dropped are probably not going to... Affect it too much. Affect our chances too much. Um, I think on uh, Patrick Bamford, obviously, he got a start against Andorra and he got... 60 minutes. Um, he did obviously got subbed off. Um, I was pretty disappointed to see that he did get subbed off after that hour, yeah. to be honest with you. And I think he put in a, a second string side, which essentially is a, an amazing starting one anyway. Um, but um, I would have really loved him to get the full game because I think 10 minutes after he got taken off, we got a penalty and you sort of start to think, oh, you know, if it had been on, he could have maybe taken it. Mm. Um, and I thought it, going into that game against Andorra you sort of just expect, and it did play out this way, that England were going to dominate the ball. They were going to keep possession. They were going to pepper the goals. They were going to have a lot of chances and it was going to be a pretty comfortable win. So um, it would have been nice to see him get a full game. Um, mm. But then again, I mean, obviously team comes first, the final, two final wins, you can't really complain. Um, but and then Poland. On, on port this morning, I'll tell you, it was a strange one. Um Poland are a strong side, as Chris Absolute, said. They're, uh, absolutely, They're very defensively organised, and um, going forward, they've obviously got Lew- Lewandowski up front as well, who's a world class striker. Um, yeah, you only have to give, yeah, you only have to give him a sniff, and he'll, you know, he'll punish you. So, um, a point in hindsight is pretty good. I just think with, with Southgate, it was really strange because he made no subs. He made mm. zero subs, and I, and I and a lot of a lot of coaches get into this mindset of when when we're 1-0 up, we need to guard the lead. We need to sit on this lead and we're just going to stop them from scoring. Whereas, I mean, in my humble opinion, obviously, I haven't got the credentials to back it up, but I'm of the, of the opinion that if you 1-0 up, you, you want to be doing your defending up the pitch. You need to reinvigorate mm-hmm. your team. You need to bring on fresh legs um, because they, they were a working team with Poland and, and, yeah. and they got a deserved point in the end. Um so I guess on that, um, Southgate uh, didn't make any changes. And, and I mean, he did it against Italy in the final as well. He, he he sat on the one goal lead. They got um they got an equaliser, and then he made his subs with thirty seconds to go. And I love Gareth Southgate. I think he's done a lot for English football. I think he's done a lot for the team. I think the the chemistry and the um he's got he's not just got good footballers in that team he's got good people so he's built a really good i guess culture there but i just think his in game management needs some work at times in my yeah. humble opinion <laughs>
0: yeah i'll agree um, um so, sorry to cut you off real quick i just noticed right. a a similarity between the australia team and the england team the first two matches for both of those teams absolute blinder's for them and the third game for each fucking lackluster as shit for for both national teams involved. Maybe we can see the same sort of thing repeating once they get to that next group stage of each team. Um, But anyway, I digress. Speaking of International Week, uh, Mm -hmm. buddy, Argentina and Brazil, absolute fast debacle. Um, They did break the rules. So I am definitely of the opinion. I'll I'll mention my opinion first before we get into Chris and Jason. Um, I'm of the firm belief that um, they did break the rules. And they, because they willingly knew that they were going in there um, against the ad, um, the advisement and against the actual set rules. So that was unfortunately the only time that the authorities could actually get them 100% was when they were on the field because where else are they going to go? Um, so unfortunately, that, that's, what, that's how it unfolded and played definitely um, to the detriment of both na- na- uh, nations and national teams. But it had to be done at that point in time because that was the only place where the only time where all of them would be in the one place at the one time and they could get shit done chris will cross to your opinion because i am sure you've got a controversial opinion on this
2: <laughs> no no i oh. um, much much like yours i was shit. Um, <laughs> i was not expecting that <laughs> it was it was, a, it was a bit surreal to watch uh, watch uh, 20 or 30 bureaucrats storming onto the field invading the pitch in many respects during mm. a during a, a sanctioned football game, World Cup um,
0: qualifier, but, yeah.
2: During a World Cup qualifier, it was um, it was a bit surreal to watch. And what I will say, um, maybe it's a good thing that our boy Rafinha wasn't caught up in um, yes. wasn't caught up in that farcery, um, if you want to call it that. Traveling around, uh, traveling um, just about across the other side of the world just to play twelve minutes of football, and then that's it. Um, you and he's still getting punished for it. Exactly. He didn't even go.
0: <laughs> <at home. laughs> yeah, I agree. And Jason, mate, do you have anything to add to that?
1: Oh, just obviously he's... he's Rafinha didn't even, didn't even go. Got the call up, which is amazing. Decided that he was going to stay in Leeds because he'd have to come back and quarantine f- yep. for two weeks or whatever it is and he was going to miss. Even more the, the football than he would have.
0: Hey? Yep. Even more English football than he would have.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and so he's obviously made that decision, no, I'm going to stay and I'm going to... Train and I'm gonna keep playing for Leeds when the when we resume and he's and they've obviously punished him and included him in the the players that travelled there when he didn't in the first place. Um, yes,
0: I was gonna say. However, we while yes we're we're bitching about that with Rafinha we also have to mention that even we are going up against liverpool and liverpool have had five of their players have that happen to them and a few of them also didn't go over um so we're we're honestly as much as i want to put shit on liverpool we're in a better position than liverpool are leading into our match coming up continue uh, chris with what you're about to uh, say uh,
2: ab- absolutely but but to me it's kind of farcical in the sense in where Rafinha's been called up to the Brazilian side, and as a Brazilian yep. footballer, that's probably one of the highest honors you can have. Bistoga. Absolutely, yes. It's it's, it's like uh, to to take. A it's like getting your of,
0: baggy green in Australian t- cricket. Exactly,
2: I was about yeah. to say to take a page out of a more Australian book. It's, it's it's when you first get your call up for call up to the Australian cricket team for the ashes
0: of all he, of exactly,
2: all. Exactly, yep. yeah, exactly. So you know, he's 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 turned down the opportunity to play for his country, and he's still going to be punished for that yep you know it just it, it, it it's makes, bullshit it sticks it in makes, the crawl it makes no sense to me now you can say you know they the, the rules are the rules and they knew what was going to happen before he turned down the chance and this and that you can we can we can we can speculate shut. all we want yeah you can speculate yeah. all that we want but you know at the end of the day he chose not to go he chose and to he was vocal
0: on his social and- medias about choosing not to go exactly. so it's not yeah, like it was a last minute decision
2: Exactly, you know? exactly.
0: And he's still going to be punished for that. So I just, it's... Yeah, yeah. it's it, it, it's a bit of a shit go of it. I definitely agree. Now, moving on to the Liverpool game, because that's a perfect segue, because both clubs are without some stars. We're without Rafinha. They're without too many of to the name. We're definitely in a better position than Liverpool to potentially, out of both teams, to get the win. I think if we are going to get our first win of the season... As because as we know, we've got some draws, we've got some losses. Um, I think this is our best chance because Liverpool are down five players due to this debacle, we're down one. Uh, Phillips and Bamford are coming off relatively good internationals, so they're still informed because they've played games. You know, um, I think uh, if I'm doing a score prediction 3 2, maybe 2 1, uh, we won't get away with Liverpool not scoring. But I think we, I think we will get the win, and if we don't, I'm going to be very disappointed because if you don't, if you can't manage to beat a depleted Liverpool team, fuck. Like, what do we, what hope have we got this year? Um, can let's go with you, Jason, because you were listening.
1: Yeah, that's fact. Now, look, obviously the little debacle with the players being left out and everything, everything like that. Obviously, it's a big, big hole for um, having Rafinha at the side. But like you say, they're obviously missing some some foot soldiers as well. So um, look, it'll be an exciting game. I think Um, it'd be really, really nice to see Dan James, if he gets his goal, Mm. Um, Calvin Phillips and Bamford, as you said, they they were strong on international duty and, and um, hopefully they come back um, in form. And and I guess just hoping, um, yeah, three points. I think what we started getting the mindset of is looking at these big six teams and looking at Liverpool's and thinking, oh, we we should be a bit scared of them. But um, as far as Bielsa goes, a beautiful thing about Bielsa is that 9.99 times out of 10, you're going to get the same performance. You're going to get – leads are going to play the same way oh, yeah. every game. And I think, um, as we've talked about we, in previous games against Burnley and things where teams will sit back and just want to frustrate you, um, Liverpool, to a degree, will play that free-flowing football as well. So They'll, they'll allow f- us to play the way we, we want to yeah. play yeah, and they'll they'll be they'll be chasing a game as well and and I think the way they play that'll open it up for both sides. So I'm anticipating a an exciting end-to-end game um, and hopefully lots of goals and just one more for us than them.
0: Yeah, what would be your score prediction if you can put one?
1: I mean, I'd probably, there'll be a lot of goals. I, I'd say there'd be a lot of goals. Yes, probably 3-2, maybe 4-3 yep. again, maybe. Yep. Although I could be completely wrong. And it could go, go bloody in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, an uh, luck yep. Yeah. So, uh, what about yourself, Chris? Um, what are your thoughts? And sorry. let's hope sorry. Dan James gets to start. Let's Let's go with that. <laughs>
2: So, the, so those names, those too many to mention. Names. Uh, it's Allison, Fabinho, uh, Firmino, uh, Gabriel, Jesus, Edison, Thiago Silva, uh, and Fred uh, are the blokes that are going to be missing. <laughs> and <laughs> Fred, love and it. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the blokes that are going to be missing for Liverpool, and we've just which are very important yeah. blokes for that well, team. Well, you've got
1: Firmino there. You've got obviously the number one keeper, and and Big Freddy. I don't know.
0: <laughs> and so, yeah, Tiago. It's
1: yeah, unfortunately
0: that's more or less their team. <laughs> like yeah. I, I know it's not, but it is. You know. Well, it's
1: three strong players. <laughs> that let let me take. put this:
0: back. if those players were to play, we lose four 0 easy. I'm well, sorry, I mean, Leeds, but you do we do. To we,
1: who we, if we were to take Meslier, we've obviously taken Rafinha out and say take out Calvin, and that's that's a that's a big dent in our side. You know? So,
0: Absolutely. Um, Even Ailing, if you were to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Sorry, Chris, go ahead. What's your thoughts hey, on the game on, coming up?
2: What, what, what were you talking about
1: there? Just what? about if you take three or four of our main players, because those players, the Brazilian players are... For Liverpool, are the main players for Liverpool. Yeah. So. Yeah,
2: what, why, why are we taking Luke Ayling out when he's English?
1: What? No, it's just a hypothetical... It's um, a hypothetical, you know, <laughs> it, it's dickhead.
0: It would be the equivalent if we were to take out Ayling, uh, Melier, Bamford and um bloody... Oops. And Calvin, yeah. it would it'd be the equivalent of if we did that is what Liverpool are unfortunately being forced to do.
1: It's a big hole in the side, do not it? So yeah. mm.
0: that's all we're talking about hypotheticals, yeah. my guy. Jeez. You take <laughs> no, no, things in way too literally the side. Literally. In the
1: side. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, I but was yes. just... <laughs> you were like I, I, I was sort of zoned out because I was reading the Brazilian article, but um okay. What what were we saying? Sorry, Calvin first stays. of all, first
0: of all, I'ma do a clap <laughs> and then we'll get into it. Three, two, so Chris, Matt, what are your thoughts on the game coming up for Liverpool and Leeds at Elland
2: Road? <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, along with what Jason said, I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's a. I think it's going to be a good, uh, great game. Uh, first yep. of all, I think it's a great opportunity for us. They're obviously missing. Missing. They're obviously missing. Fucking learn to speak. They're <laughs> right. obviously missing some pretty big hitters. Um, yep. So you know, it's probably never been a better time for us to jump on that. Obviously, we're missing Rafinha, and I mean that's not good news for us. Uh, but, but we've, we've got game, Dan James. James yeah, we've got mm. Dan James setting in. Who, by the way, had uh, actually a reasonably decent night the other night for Wales. Uh, set up a uh, set up a bit of a scorching goal for um, for Gareth Bale. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's come off he's come off quite a quite a decent little stint for Wales on international. He's in think, form, I yes. I think he'll slot straight into the side. I don't think he'll start, but I think we'll see him get some pretty solid minutes. Yep. And I think uh, I think it'll be um, a business as usual side minus Rafinha against Liverpool. Yep. Um, I think that it'll be a I think it'll be a hard fought game in both for both camps. Yeah. I can see us getting a I can see us getting a credible draw out of it. I'm going to go two two.
0: Okay, so there'll no there'll not be a lack of goals. It'll just be. Two for each club, that's fair enough. Um,
2: That's generally how a 2-2 draw would work.
0: Yes, I know. I'm just (laughs) saying that, like, a lack of goals, in my opinion, is a a nil-all draw or also a one-all draw because there's not that many goals. Exactly. And um,
2: and both sides have to score them.
0: Yes, you're not wrong. Um, Now, third kit, uh, what are your thoughts? We're not talking about the Liverpool one because we're not going to shit on Liverpool more than we already have. (laughs) We'll do that after we win. Um, Now... um, our third kit. What are your thoughts? I personally fucking love it. I was dreading that it was going to be a fluoro yellow like our stripes, and that was not going to be a good thing for me. That was going to be a fucking eyesore. But I'm glad <laughs> they went with the mauve slash lilac. Thoughts, Chris? I, I
2: I don't hate the third kit. When I when I first looked at it, I I kind of uh, for a second I thought that it was sky blue. And obviously, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of I'm not particularly a fan of sky blue. I Made no bones about detesting our third kit last season, um, mm-hmm. so I thought we'd gone down, gone down that route again. Um, but the 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 lilac slash lavender slash whatever fucking colour you want to call it, it
0: doesn't, look that, <laughs> it doesn't
2: look that bad. It's, it um, looks
0: good. I like it. It's,
2: yeah. it's not too. It's not too bad. The thing you've also got to remember is kits are a very divisive thing, and they're very, they're a very individual opinion thing. Almost every single season there is one kit that people don't like Yep, for a variety of different reasons. The home kit's always been contentious. You know, should it have yellow stripes? Should it have blue stripes? Do we need a big sponsor on it, et cetera, et cetera. The away kit's always been just as contentious in, you know, it should be yellow, it should be blue, it should be this, it should be that. But by far the most contentious kit of them all has always been the third kit. Mm-hmm. I heard a few months ago, uh, once again on the, spe- on the square ball, um, they had uh, they had Victor Orter on there explaining yep. how the economics of the kits work uh, at a football club. Essentially, the home kit is for the traditionalists. Yep. The away kit is more for the sort of the the traditionalists, but they're wanting to try something new.
0: Yeah, and that and, way and, your jersey doesn't clash with exactly. the team that that your home jersey does. Exactly. Because if your still- home jersey doesn't clash with when you're playing away, you can wear your home jersey. Exactly. You know?
2: And it still follows the traditional colours of the football club.
0: Absolutely. So yes. The
2: third kit, the third kitten. Victor order said this. The third kit is the experimental money maker kit, so to yep. speak. The kit yep. that they're looking to put sort of a an out there imprint for all of the for all of the um for all of the gen y's and the gen z's and the kids and you know all of that that that's who who that kit's aimed towards um you know for for people that don't particularly want the home kit or the away kit they want something different that's what the third kit's meant to be exactly Um, and i think and i think they've nailed it this year i think they have yeah i I don't hate it
0: i agree what do you what do you reckon jason
1: yeah, look, I, I I, mean, you look at it and it is different. I mean, um, as, as Chris was saying, generally, when the, the team has three kits, you look at the home one and you go, yeah, that's about right. The away one, yeah, that's about right. And then the third one, it's just that they've gone on an adventure and gone, what, what's this? So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the worst kit I've ever seen. I mean, I mean, yeah, I like that it's nice and simple. It's obviously one colour. Um, yeah. The collar's nice. It's got the three stripes on the shoulder. Um I, I like. I,
0: I, I, I was going to say, it's, I like that I, they I didn't stray it. too far from like a, like they didn't let you go like, a, you know, like a stripe here. And then like a, yeah, like a horizontal, it's, it's, like two colors and then three colors yeah. on the back. It was, it's a nice it's solid color. Yes, yeah. exactly. You
2: know, you know which will wor- keep it and simple. This is, stupid. And, yeah. And this is, and this is not leads related. Do you know what, which kit has come out this year that I absolutely fucking loved and that I'll definitely be buying that. Um, that, Brazil, that Brazilian team's kit. The I know the one you're talking about. The, the one where it's got the fucking um, the topographical map of Brazil. Yes, how it.
1: good is that? Oh, I haven't seen that one after I look for that.
2: I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link um, when we're done with this chat. But my fucking God, it's a good kit.
0: Like, oh, there was another kit um, from a team this year. I can't I'm fucking... It, it, oh, that's my, a PS, PSG. Yeah. It was so simple. Their home kit so simple, but it looks so crisp.
1: Mm, There's there's a couple of kits that I like, That uh,
0: Into Milan and and Chelsea, as much as I fucking hate them, Chelsea's fucking kit
1: looks schmick. Have you seen, um, there's two kits. Uh, One of them's I I think it's Ajax's kit this year. It's black and it's got the yellow, um, red and green stripes on the shoulder. It's just simple, but it's a thing of beauty. And the other one is, um, I'd never, ever buy it, but if I woke up from a coma and forgot who I supported, once part time um last season's west ham kit that black one yeah. with the gold yeah, no, with the gold badge nice. on it that was that was I, a thing of beauty Six
0: in the club but yeah I, it's
2: I, nice i'd never buy
1: I, it obviously but
2: i i, I hate to for a doormat. <laughs> I, I, I hate to admit it but west ham are one of those weird teams that just do football kits really well Mm-hmm. there are some teams know, I, that I also are, are kind of that. gifted
0: by the gods with their color scheme as well like their, their their natural badge jersey like their natural badge color scheme is usually what most teams go off for their jerseys yeah. they're just gifted by the gods similar to if, if anyone's Australian that's listening to this that watches the NRL the Cronulla Sharks sky blue white and black Everything goes with that in any type of design. Yeah. Indigenous jersey, home jersey, away jersey, fucking everything jersey. <laughs> it's uh, They're gifted. So I well, absolutely you, agree.
2: You, you would think, I mean, everything does go with claret and blue. It's, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. decent colour scheme. But you would think that if West Ham could do it, Burnley could do it too. You'd them. fucking think so.
1: Well yes. that's yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know how they it, stuffed it up, but you know,
2: maybe they had to go in a different
0: direction because <laughs> the same colours, but they couldn't I'll tell it. you
1: something. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's like it's like
0: can I copy Burnley, It's like, can I copy your homework? Yeah, sure, just change a bit so the teacher doesn't do it <laughs> <as well. laughs>
2: And Villa and Villa now that uh-huh. I think of it.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I tell you one of the worst ones that I've seen um yeah. ever in my life. Um, last year's and any well, really generally anything to do with West Brom. Their mm-hmm. tops yes. are disgusting, honestly. Like, well, the home kit is not too bad, but the, I, I, the I get their traditional ones,
0: blue, one.
2: But other than that, yeah.
1: it was like a yellow one, red, it looked like that Liverpool one that just released. But yeah, just, yeah, was, yeah, well, uh, there you
2: go. There, there's a good question What's the worst football kit you have ever seen?
1: Oh, there's some bad ones out there.
0: Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to answer that right now because there's too many to fucking think about. Yeah. So, what
2: we'll do is we'll
0: make that question for this episode. Anyone who wants to engage with us, let us know the worst kit that you've seen in the comments of this episode below. And we will give our answers
2: in the Liverpool review. All episode. right. Well, here's one for us to answer. Now the best, yep. football, the, the best, the best football kit related meme you have ever seen. <laughs>
0: Kit meme. I don't yeah. really focus on the kit memes, so I'm gonna to have to so, so,
1: so, take so, a nail on so, this so, one. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna have to take a nail on that as well. I'll have so, to wait so, and... so, so mine
2: instantly would be um, the tablecloth memes from that Manchester United shirt.
0: Yep. Uh, well, I would say similar. Um, yeah. it's unfortunately not soccer, but it's rugby league. There was a picnic blanket so- type um uh, pattern for the New Zealand Warriors old Turner jersey about two years yeah. ago. It was fucking putrid. Um, everyone hated it, even the fans. And they wore it one time. It, it, it's straight up similar. It looked like a picnic blanket. I'll whack it up on the screen for anyone to see now. Um, it's, I'll send a photo of it to you guys in Messenger. It, it looked atrocious. It still is atrocious. And Loki makes me want to vomit when I think about it. And there was memes for days saying, oh, just going on a picnic brew. Just going to sit amongst the sheep brew. <laughs> it was fucked but yeah fuck it's like i'm sorry but no one can beat that that ugly of a jersey especially if um if you know the color scheme and the colors of the new zealand warriors which are blue red white and green and this jersey was black and yellow yeah Yeah,
1: we'll have to have a look at
0: it yeah Mm -hmm. i'll i'll send it in the in the group chat um is there anything else we want to talk about let's it's
1: nice it's simple um it might, I mean, will, will I go out and rush to buy it? Probably not nah. at the moment, but the, I do know that the grey and pink one a couple of years ago in our promotion year, when mm. I first saw that, I turned my face at it and now I own two of them, so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, and, and, and your missus owns both of them?
1: Uh, One each, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: no, um, Brittany owns, um, Brittany's a very proud owner of the grey and pink kit from a few years ago. She loves yep. it.
0: No, that's awesome. Yeah. Um yeah wicked um i think that about wraps up the chin is there anything in closing that you guys would like to uh, talk about
1: not really no, just let's get back down to business and get back to some three points on monday morning hopefully
2: fuck yeah let's go
1: and we play all the way for